Good morning. On this Sunday morning, we want to welcome you to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been studying during our devotional time, God's seasons and timings, and especially the feast that he gave to the nation of Israel. We have been studying the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and that is where we left off. Yesterday, we were talking about the types of leaven that Jesus condemned. He condemned the leaven of the Pharisees the laven of the Sadducees, and the laven of Herod. And basically, he identified that laven was hypocrisy, was the doctrine, was basically the belief system that they had, and Jesus dealt with it. So starting today, we are in Matthew chapter 23, verse 1, and we're going to do verse 2, verse 3, and onward. And we're going to be talking about how Jesus specifically, how he specifically condemned these things because he saw it as laven in the bread, just like sin in the life of an individual. And here's what it says. Then, the, then said Jesus to the multitude and his, to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore, whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe. And do, but do not ye after their works. For they say and do not. In other words, do what they tell you, but don't follow what they do. Don't follow their example. In verse 4 it says, For they bind heavy burdens and grievous ones to be borne, and they lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. So Jesus tells them in verse 13, same chapter, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Remember, a hypocrite is an actor. He puts on an act, he puts on a, um, a mask, and he pretends to be something or someone else. For you shut the kingdom of heaven <clears throat> against men. For you neither go in for yourselves, neither suffer ye those that are entering in to go in. In verse 14, he says to them, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. It, notice, it's like saying, you, you, you sinners or you laven. Uh, uh, you bits of laven inside the, the 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 people's lives and 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 their families and and their activities. Woe unto you, scribes and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense you make long prayers. Therefore, you shall receive a greater damnation. In verse fifteen, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you come past the sea and land to make one proselyte. And when he is made, you make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Verse 16. Woe unto you, you blind guides which say, Whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing. But whosoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, it, he is a debtor. And verse 23. Woe unto you, scribes, and unto you, Pharisees, for you pay tithes of mint and anise and cumin 
and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith, these ought you have done, and not to leave the others undone. Verse 25, Woe unto you, scribes, and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but within you are full of extortion and excess. So as you can see from these scriptures that we're reading, Jesus does not like hypocrites. Just in the same manner, God does not like Laban in the life of an individual. It says in verse 26, <clears throat> Thou blind Pharisees, cleanse first that which is within the cup and the platter, that the outside of them may be cleaned also. Verse 27, Woe unto you, scribes and you uh, Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful on the outside, but are full, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Verse 29. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and you garnish the sepulchres of the righteous. Verse 33. You serpents, you generation of vipers, how can you escape the damnation of hell? In Luke 12, 56, you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that you cannot discern this time? 11:44, Luke 11:44. Woe unto you, scribes and you Pharisees, hypocrites, <clears throat> for you are as the graves which appear not, and the men that walk over them that are not aware of them. Luke, Luke 13, 15. And the Lord answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, does not each of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? Consider what we have just read today. Consider it highly. Because the laven of Herod, the laven of the Sadducees, the laven of the Pharisees, in one aspect or another, included hypocrisy. And Jesus dealt with it so severe, he said the judgment of the hypocrite was going to be greater. And all of these things that are mentioned in that coincide with the hypocrite, all these acts, all these pretenses, all these faces that they were putting on amounted to nothing. But look at what Paul in the epistle has to say about some of these things. He goes on also to let us know, and it's important to understand that in these things, in each one of them, they are exhortations for the life of an individual to basically live his life without malice, live it without any of these things that would interfere in one's individual life in serving God. So in 1 Timothy, in chapter 4, and in verse number uh, 2, he says, <clears throat> 
speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Now, yesterday we had read, now the Spirit speaketh expressibly that in the latter times, meaning the times that we live in today, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. And these are the kind of seducing spirits that govern and lead an individual astray with doctrines of devils. So that was an example of avoiding this because of the simplicity that one can get involved in and without realizing it, wind up partaking of Laban, which in turn then winds up being very, very dangerous for the life of the believer. In the book of 1 Peter, in chapter 2, in verse 1, it says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, and all hypocrisies, and envies, and all evil speakings, and as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. In other words, your desire should be the word of God, especially when you're young in the Lord, and you should desire it more than anything else because you're going to grow by it. It gives you the correct doctrine. It gives you the correct uh, teaching. The, the word of God teaches us that the word itself serves as a purpose for us in our lives to enrich our lives. The word of God is brought unto us in such a way that it provides for us security, but also it can be used to lead us into righteousness. It can teach us doctrine. It can br bring reproof. All of these things are part of it. And it's important for us to realize that the word of God is the only one that can accomplish these things for our lives. <clears throat> It says this way in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture, we'll just say all the word of God, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Consider our teaching today, the importance of removing Laban, which even includes the typology of hypocrisy in our lives. May the Lord bless you till we meet again in Jesus' name. Amen.